How are we doing, everyone? My name is Will Holdren. I am back in the studio with TMAC, aka Terrence McMahon. And today we're going to be going over some of the top books that can help you guys out as financial advisors. So I'm super excited about it. I've, I've read a ton of myself. I know Terrence has read even more than me. So I'm excited to jump right into this one. Yeah, books are the cheat codes to life. I mean, if you think about it, the best ROI you can ever get on anything would be a book. And the reason I'm going to go through this today is I got a question from one of my YouTube followers and they were asking me, uh, how do I recreate myself? If you haven't tracked my, my story down, the, the, the point in my life where I decided I need to recreate myself was when I was on the brink of death. I was terminally ill in 2016 uh, in desperate need of a liver transplant. Maybe 60 days left, I was in an addiction center, sitting in a group with a failing liver. I was jaundice. It was this cold, morbid place. And people are going around the room telling each other that they're sick, they're broken, they have this disease, they're an addict, they're calling themselves names, they're saying there's no cure. And the one and only way to get better and sober which was to go to these meetings every every day and live one day at a time so i'm a personal development nut my whole life and that was a very difficult thing for me to go through mm. and i'm a, also a word junkie i like to see what words mean and and i kind of looked at the word rehabilitation and rehabilitate in general and the word literally means to restore back to its original condition Right. So I was broken in my old life. I was not going to stay broken. I had no intention of staying in the life that got me to being down to my last 60 days. And what I wanted to do was recreate myself. I wanted to have a TMAC 2.0, come back better than ever, make a comeback, get back up and and prove to my children, first of all, and then to myself, second of all, in the world, that I could do it. Recreate means to make something new that's never existed before. You see the distinction? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, either, you know, if, if it were a building, you're either going to renovate it, right, or rehabilitate the building, you're going to put paint and lipstick on. You know, they, they say put lipstick on a pig is an old saying, but you're going to paint over the cracks. You're going to gloss over it and make it look better. And that's when I looked at the, the a YouTube video that I, I bumped into, which was it talked about the Japanese mending process of Kintsugi. Have you ever seen it? It looks like this. It's, it's when they take broken pottery mm. and they put it back together with this golden lacquer and the gold holds the pottery back together. It's literally, kintsugi means golden rejoining. And the transformation that it makes from broken to beautiful is because of the gold. And the, the mending process is a celebration of that scar and that fracture. Gotcha. The, the repaired art in kintsugi is more valuable than the original unbroken art. So you're creating beauty out of a flawed object. And I connected with that, that idea. So I decided I'm going to recreate myself. I'm not going to rehabilitate myself. I'm not going to be in recovery. I want to 
through this transformation. So I recreated myself. So I was explaining that to somebody. I said, that's a good story. It's in some of my other stuff. But if you've been listening along in order, you probably haven't heard that yet. Um, so the, what I did, one thing I wanted to do is I want to go from someone who never wrote any books to someone who, who is very well read. Someone that was 350 pounds to being in shape. Uh, someone that used to binge on alcohol and booze every day to binging on books. And a little bit at a time, I connected with these books about transformation. I learned a few things and I want to share them with you. So the book that I that I wrote is called Superhero Self. It's how to recover and recreate yourself. And if you looked at my TED talk, the, the concept of the TED talk was um, from broken to beautiful, a three step algorithm to recreate yourself, the three step algorithm to recreate yourself. Because everything is an algorithm. There's a process to doing everything. And one thing that if you watch my TED talk that I that I connected with was the idea of the domino. And the domino came from a book written by Gary Keller. Gary Keller was a realtor that wrote a book called The One Thing. And in the book called The One Thing, he, he uses the domino effect as a metaphor. But not the domino effect that you're familiar with where a two-inch domino knocks over another two-inch domino. And it goes on and on and on forever. One day at a time, same day living as you did yesterday, and tomorrow looks exactly like today. The domino effect in the one thing is called uh, amplified force because the domino, the actual domino, and you read it, you read the one thing, uh, a two-inch domino stores energy more than it has to knock its own self over. It can knock something over half its size bigger. So a two-inch domino mathematically can knock over a three-inch domino. And then the three-inch domino can knock over the four inch domino. What's the point? The point is that there is always one thing that the domino can do and many things it can't do. It can knock over what's in front of it, but it can't skip it. Right. So if you want to transform, you need to go through the process of understanding that one thing at a time, but leveraging what, what he calls action potential. The domino stores energy which is called action potential. The human stores energy, which is called action potential. So you can reinvent yourself and continue to re-leverage your action potential day in, day out, so that tomorrow is better than the, the, day, the day before and it never stops ending. So a two-inch domino with 13 progressions can knock over a two-story building. That's how powerful the domino effect is. And we all know the power of compounding interest, right? It's the same idea. You know, yeah. if you take something one and times it by 150 percent five times, you'll see that it's much bigger. So the big domino you see here in the back is symbolic of where you want to be. Right. All right. So that's what I call the change the world domino. I actually had these made to scale of a 12 foot version of this domino and I can knock over the 12 foot domino with seven dominoes lined up correctly. So in transformation or in sales, the domino that's in front of you is the yes that you can get. The one that's one up, you can't get yet. You got to meet your client where they're saying yes. So if you're transforming your practice and recreating your brand, um, the first step to do is to understand that you, you have to have a laser beam vision of what your practice is going to look like. And then build your dominoes and line them up in order so that you make those transformations because if you're going from where the world is right now, and you know we're not in the world's greatest 
place. There's an election next week. Hopefully that'll start to, to right the ship a little bit. But there is a massive transformation occurring right now. From 2012 to right now, there's been something called the retail apocalypse. And the retail apocalypse had, was brought to life by the, by the pandemic, more so. I mean, brands like Sears, Neiman Marcus, yeah. Pier One, GNC, Brooks Brothers. Remember all malls. the companies that went out of business? Yeah, a lot of malls went out of business, exactly. And these were premier malls within our lifetime. So these are household name brands. They got hit with the Amazon effect. Yeah. They call it the retail apocalypse because speed and convenience and doing business on e-commerce is taking over. If you aren't paying attention to the Zoom effect right now, like people are doing business in Zoom every single day, all day. There's 300 million Zoom meetings today. Literally almost every single American can do business and will do business over Zoom. What does that do for your business, your practice? Think about it. It means you can meet a lot more people in a short amount of time. You instantly open up the entire entire market, you know, the entire United States yeah. to prospecting anywhere with anyone, meeting them from anywhere. That's what the Anywhere Advisor is about. So let's pretend you acknowledge that because I don't get in a lot of arguments over whether or not this is happening. It's absolutely happening. Whether or not you're going to take advantage of it is a big deal. So let's pretend you bought into the fact that it's going to happen. I want to rebuild myself, recreate my practice as an Anywhere Advisor. What do I do now? Okay. What the one thing talks about is what's the one thing you can do today? The master move on the board, like chess, the best move mathematically, better than any other for the purpose of getting a victory. And a victory for you is to change the world domino. Let's say it's complete location independent. Let's say it's complete specialization in a niche market to become a household name. Let's say it's complete automation of your client acquisition system the world's greatest technology. Let's pretend that that is your big domino. What do you got to do today so that by doing that makes whatever you have to do in the preceding or the next step easier or unnecessary? All right, so when I was transforming physically, I started walking, I started doing yoga, I started riding my bike, I started uh, hanging out, having interesting conversations with, with smart people instead of what I used to do. That didn't work too well. So there's a couple more books I want to I want to I want to give to you. By the way, I did a podcast on all these books. If you want to look it up, it's in my podcast. The next book is a lot of people say, "Well, I don't know, I don't know what I want to build." So you got to do a little bit of strolling the aisles. That's what Sam Walton used to say when when he would go to other countries and walk around other retailers to get ideas. All right. The next book I want to talk to you about is a book called Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. This is probably one of the most recommended books that I ever give out because he should give me a commission on it. I bet you I've referred this book to 500 people. <laughs> it's 10 things nobody told me about being creative. This whole book is about the entire process of creating art and how great artists and in, in regular art, in music, in sports, whatever their form of art is, whatever it was that they did, they usually did it as a incarnation or reincarnation of something else. Okay, I'll give you an example. Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant, 
used to copy the moves of Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley. Kobe had a different body, right? Kobe had different abilities. Kobe became something different, but he did it uh, imitating them, ultimately to emulate them. That's the whole big idea of this book. You can imitate to emulate. I'm not saying copy, uh, remodel, repurpose, rewire, uh, reinvent an idea and a concept. Lots of these things are reinvented. By the way, the iPhone that we use today was invented 19 years after the first mobile phone. The number one selling phone was invented 19 years after the phone was invented, the mobile phone. Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> Neither. That's a crazy stuff. Think about that, right? So um, in music, it was the Beatles, George Harrison, John Leno, Ringo Starr, uh, Paul McCartney, imitated Jerry Lee Lewis, Johnny Cash, uh, Elvis Presley, all the Americans they imitated. The Beatles were imitating them. Literally, I'm Elvis, I'm Johnny Cash, I'm Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis just died, and they became the Beatles. Uh, all the talk show hosts, including the ones today that are off there doing their, their crazy woke agenda, uh, but they all emulated their predecessors, like Johnny Carson emulated Jack Benny. Conan, Jay Leno kind of imitated Carson. Then we had, uh, you know, the guys that are doing it today are all emulating them. Picasso, the biggest story. If you ever heard me talk about Picasso, he's the greatest example because if you look at a Picasso, there's 19 different ideas in the Picasso. He's one of the few that could get away with it. With it. But Picasso used to be called what's, what, what, what they said was an energy vampire. He would literally call you up. If you're an up-and-coming artist, he'd take you out to dinner or lunch. He'd talk to you about your art. And he would suck the energy out of your body and he'd get an idea. He'd get inspired and he'd go home and make a Picasso. Hmm. All ideas are borrowed, right? Tesla, this great car, there's not one original idea in the Tesla other than the fact that someone put it together and got a battery to power a car and put GPS and great technology and a sleek design. Uh, I own a Tesla. There's nothing that unique about it. It just works really well together. Yep. All right. So that's the second book. What do you think, Will? I like that one. And uh, like it's pretty cool. Because I actually just watched <laughs> the uh, the show about the founder of Spotify, and he was doing the exact same thing you were just talking about. He copied what was it was the original site was called Pirate Bay. He just changed a couple mm. things with it, and then Spotify became the next big thing. So it emulates cool? across industries. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Think, think, think about um, strolling the aisles of of media. If what I said is true, that the Zoom effect is going to take over and then you got to get into broadcasting your message, you got to shift from doing business locally to doing it nationally. You got to shift from live stuff to video and recorded video. You got to shift from knocking on doors to sales funnels and social media marketing and, and links and clicks and all that world. By the way, all that's easy to do. It's easy. And I'll tell you why with my next book. Very easy. Mm -hmm. If it's true you got to make a decision. You either got to learn how to do it yourself. And I tried this for about four years until I read this book by Dan Sullivan. Who, not how. This whole book answers the, ma the massive question of how in the world am I going to learn that? Well, you don't need to learn anything. You need to learn who knows how. Yeah. You don't need to learn how to write, write up a website or write sales copy or build a sales funnel. All you need to do 
is create that change the world domino, get inspired by a couple of different business models out there, people practicing out in the public eye nationally. There's about eight or 10 people that do it really well. Dave Ramsey does it well. Susie Orman does it well. Kurosaki does it well. Uh, there's a number of kind of quasi-famous financial advisors. Some are doing podcasts. Some are doing radio. Some have their own TV show. J.D. Melberg's got the annuity show. So there's all kinds of people doing it. Go stroll the aisles. Go to their website. Watch their media. What's their message? How are they presenting it? Because everybody has a slightly different offer. So who, not how. Right there, you got three books. Right? Behind my shoulder over here, you got Atomic Offers which is a book I wrote about how to create an offer that sells itself, how to attract clients with ease because you're solving a problem this big for something this small, this easy, this fast, this less of a commitment, no brainer, atomic offer. Um, that's it. So those are books, three books that would literally change your life and allow you to reinvent your practice reimagine, reboot, repurpose, um, and get reinvigorated. There's yeah. no downside to recreating yourself. People love a transformation. And you know, in my TED Talk, the three steps that I talked about, um, I'll tell them to you right now because I'm giving you just data and research, and you can replay this a bunch of times. <clears throat> I just want to inspire you to take an action. The first action I'd inspire you to take is there's someone right now in your life, there's some behavior right now in your life, if you sat on the edge of your bed for an hour or two and just think, what are the one or two or three things in my life I can re re replace or repair um, or cut? You got to cut. The first step in recreating yourself is making a decision. And that word means to cut away from. We all know that. Uh, D means away from, scission means to cut, to cut away from, like a divorce or a detour. To cut away from means uh, eliminate the possibility of that being in your life anymore. However that is, whether it's a relationship you got to end, uh, a bad behavior you got to terminate, um, a group of friends, uh, snacking on social media is a real big problem right now. Mm. So if that's you and you're, you're trying to, you got to make a cut. <clears throat> and then you got to figure out what you want to be, you know, you got to figure out step number two is you got to create a narrative of who you are as a recreated hero. What do you look like as a change the world uh, leader? If that's your domino, what's your practice look like? What's your personal relationships look like? What does your health look like? You know, don't make the mistake of avoiding your health at all costs because you will ultimately pay. Trust me, I've paid it. I pay the ultimate cost. I have a spare tire in my body right now. I don't know how long I'm going to live because I'm, I have an organ that I have to literally go to the, the lab once a month to make sure it's not rejecting. That's the grim reality of a transplant. Please. Could have easily been avoided with the proper mentor, the proper guidance, the right idea at the right time in my life. So I'm giving this to you at the right time, hopefully in your life, where there's one thing you can pull out of the world that you can make better easily. Yeah, I love that. And like you said, it's just about evaluating your life, like you said, and figure out what parts of it you need to cut out or make better for the long run. Um, I think it's a big issue. And just like you're talking, a lot of people struggle saying no to things. And I think that's a huge issue. Like you said, 
people are on social media, people are going to do stuff just because people want them to. And the nowhere really doesn't come out. And then oftentimes I find myself stuck and can't get out of it in the long run, just like you were talking about. Snacking on social media. It's, it's incredible. Um, And then you have the future. I just told you about where we are right now. So if you're not there, you're living 20 and 30 years in the past. Where, where is it going? More online. (laughs) Yeah. It's not going to be less. It's going to be more in, in, that's something that really needs to be examined. Like, where's this thing going? It's going, it's going very fast and it's going in a direction that a lot of people aren't ready for. They're not ready technologically. They don't have the skills. They're making a good living, but they're, they're, they're in a business model that's soon to be obsolete. Bricks and mortar, staff, old school prospecting, meeting people, in a way that requires a lot of time on the part of the prospect is going to go down the twos because you can meet as many people as you want through automation. Yep. And if you don't think so, please, please, please just take my word for it that people are, are not interested in getting in a car and driving to your office anymore. There'll be a time when they won't do it. They'll just go to a competitor. Yep. If I'm wrong, I'll buy you a case of scotch in a few years, but I don't think I'm going to be wrong. No, I think you're definitely right. And I think this was a good episode. Like you said, kind of good overview of some books to read. And like you said, it's all about taking action. You know, you can read as many books as you want to, but bottom line is you got to take that first step, just like that domino metaphor and just create that momentum in your life and then keep going to the next one, keep going to the next one and then see where it'll end up, you know, in the future. So, yeah, I mean, I could just finish by saying uh, I'm reading a book by Robin Sharma right now called The Everyday Hero. And he said something, he goes, there are no extra people on this planet. Everybody has a place to be. And you have a lot of control over what that's going to look like and who you're going to be enjoying it with, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, you're literally in charge. We're in a place right now in the world where there's there's no extra people on the planet. And if everybody lives up to that human potential, as Gandhi said, all the world's trouble would disappear. So do not minimize your majesty. You're one of a kind, so... Have a good day and take an idea and run with it.